the CC. Welcome to the Controversial Conversation, the CC. I'm your host, W, and each week, like this week, I'll be bringing to you controversial topics and discussions from yesterday and today. To weigh in on these topics, you can follow me at the Controversial Conversation on Facebook and Instagram. This week, we're talking about relationships and how they start. I got a Jordan Neely update and a phenomenal make it make sense. Stick around. Alright, so last week I ended off talking about relationships and how they start. It's still a controversial topic of discussion between men and women. And I'm sure this topic will come up again down the road for a while as the debate continues to get heated with different sides and points of view. And I get it. Between alphas and betas, whether it's male or women or, you know, the fantasy love versus real love. So I want to take a moment and recap last week's ender along with a previous episode that I did. Let's sip. My wife and I were having a discussion the other day and it brought up a rather interesting point about relationships. Truth of the matter is, don't no relationship ever in the history of just ever started off with a backhand a karate chop to the throat none of that he said that in relationships men commit okay in a relationship men commit a woman cannot commit in a relationship love is a choice people it's not an emotion love is a choice that, that butterfly feeling is just more of an infatuation with the other person. Or it could be just a lust for them. The way relationships start off, it's not like, you know, backhand, pff, I love you. Oh, I want to be with you for the rest of my life. Y'all know what that sound means. I'm brewing up something good right now. And it smells, oh, so, so controversial. Let's go ahead and pour this up and get this thing started, all right? The sweet smell of CC. Boy, that shit was brewing so good, all right? So look, 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 look. One thing that I know, again, don't know relationship start off with, oh, you so sexy. Shut up, bitch. Backhand. Oh, I love him so much. No. It don't start off like that. I mean, that's some shit that comes around, you know, after y'all been together for a while, got on each other's nerves for shit. It don't even matter how damn long. I'm not saying this right. I'm not condoning, you know, spousal abuse or anything like that. But things have been ran its course long time ago for it to get to that point. It's time to just let it go. It's another love TKO. But look, a lot of the arguments between men and women, you know, are derived around the lack of something. Something is just missing. OK, it's it's something that's desired from one side to another, from the other, whatever the case may be. And generally speaking, men have men have kept quiet and made statements like happy wife, happy life. I mean, seriously, that would be the only thing that would be said, okay? And and I've heard it growing up myself. Happy wife, happy life. 
Women would always be more vocal about, you know, their arguments or complaints in regards to their boyfriend, their fiance, husband, their man, whatever you want to call them. But men are usually not the ones, especially in the, you know, early 1900s, you know, 80s, 90s, even into 2000s. It wasn't something big that was talked about by men to women. Okay, be specific from men to women. Men talked about it. Men talked about it amongst each other in privacy, in the privy of their own home, backyard, drinking a beer, liquor, whatever the case may be. It was arguments or debates that um, I found are women bashing men for not being, not doing, not saying not caring, whatever the case may be. It's always something lacking, like I said earlier. But today, or should I say in more recent times, there's been a lot more back and forth between men and women. You know, you got people like Andrew Tate and Kevin Samuels, rest in peace, have, you know, brought forth and stirred the pot and forced men to actually start standing up for themselves it's like that red pill, blue pill thing. But they're standing up for themselves and, and demanding the things we deserve and desire. Holding men accountable for their, their shit as well as, you know, called women out on their shit to the same degree. Like I said, usually it's not like that. Now it's red pill, blue pill and all that good stuff, you know, from the Matrix. And again, It used to be the old heads would just give the advice of, you know, hey, young fella, happy wife, happy life. That's how you live. That's how you make it. Hell, I've heard that shit before growing up. Hey, young blood, happy wife, happy life. You got to keep it happy in order to have peace. And the truth of the matter is, is you're responsible for your own happiness. But I'll get to that. Okay. But it's, it, that was the that was the advice giving from the older generation, the past generation down to the new generation coming up. Happy wife, happy life. Make the woman happy. All right. And today men aren't going for that type of shit anymore because happy wife, happy life. There's no happiness for the man. There's no peace in that statement. It's not. Because men want to be happy as well. Now, I know happiness comes from within. Again, one another is it, it's not the responsibility for others happiness. OK, so in other words, the husband and wife, the wife's happiness is not the responsibility of the husband. And for the husband, the wife is not responsible for his happiness. That's something that's found inside and internalized. Many get that. And there are many who don't every relationship from the start of time. Okay. Starts off with the guy, the man being exactly what she wants and desires. He's doing everything that she likes to make her happy to prove himself as a man to her. Men know how to be gentlemen. Men know how to be the Rico Suaves. Men know the, the wine and dine ethics that women crave and desire. Men know. Men know the flower and candy routines. Men know how to be supportive. It's taught. 
it's taught by mama. And I know that I've said that before or, or something along those lines. But again, don't know relationship. Start off with a backhand. The dating, the courting or whatever, you know, it starts off with a supportive man and a, a, a caring woman. An example. Men will buy the flowers, the candies, take the, the woman to a nice restaurant or something, going places, holding hands. You know, those typical things that a lot of women like, enjoy and desire. And many will demand of a man open doors and so forth putting their their jacket down over a, a puddle of uh you know water so they can step over it but then eventually he becomes something different he changes because he's not getting the shit back in return he changes those changes come around the the, the feminist era of things especially the modern feminists now I'm not talking about, you know, oh, if a man opens the door for a woman, a woman should open a door for a man. I'm not talking about that. It's just the reciprocation of the same affection and caring and loving situation, the commitment. But again, those modern feminists turned you into, you know, I don't need no man. I ain't no housewife. I ain't making no sandwich at 3 a.m. The the he got a hand and he can do it himself. I ain't doing that shit. I ain't doing this. I ain't doing that. I can go out and get my own bag. That type of shit. That feminist movement, it changed women. Women want, you know, what they want and don't care how they get it. This is like saying, you know, having your cake and eat it too. Just that they get it. It doesn't matter how it gets. It's just going to get got. That's why divorces are marginally one-sided initiated by women. Again, men commit, men stick around. If men really truly spoke their minds a hundred percent of the time, it would probably be men that would, you know, marginally file for divorce because they'd get fed up. But men stick around. We stick through the problems women will run from it once the emotion is gone so are they now you see you can see how a relationship is in turmoil just by going to social media nowadays just follow or pay attention to the posts women will post these targeted posts on facebook instagram whatever and and play coy about them i'm telling you i've seen it too many times an argument, a breakout at home or something, you know, and, and one's mad at the other, but both mad at each other and, and anything it does, it doesn't even matter, no matter what it is. The next thing you know, you'll see something about it on that platform. Negative energy is being rejected at all times. Negative energy is, is, is not going away this way. It's not going to come flying this way. You'll know if a man really loves you by this, that type of shit. You'll see it and you'll look at the past, you know, posts, happy go lucky shit. And next thing you know, you have this negative post. Uh Oh, there's a problem. Trouble in paradise. And women do that. Knowing good and damn well that that post was made or shared, however, is targeting the man that you are with. 
Nuh-uh, no it's not. It just so happened to come across my timeline. Right. And motherfuckers really expect you to believe that poo-poo bullshit too. They really do. Like, oh, you might not have gone out looking for it, but you found it and you shared it. And it's not something that you would have normally shared in the first place. That's why I say stay off of social media, man. There's two, statistically, there's too many relationships being broadcasted on Facebook, social media and stuff like that. And it's being broadcast. And the thing about it is, is the numbers, those relationships are actually having problems behind closed doors. Posting everywhere you're going. Oh, I went to Nashville. We went to Vegas. We went and climbed this. We went and did that. Those relationships generally don't last too long because behind closed doors, it's not so happy go lucky. But one thing I can't help but notice also is that women were never really taught how to love a man in the first place. But fuck the fact that she was never taught how to love a man. That's just it. It doesn't matter. In, a, in many women's mind, it's men are here to serve us. No, no, that's not how it works. And if you're a Christian, it's blasphemy. I'm just going to call it how I see it. If you're a religious woman and you sit here saying men are here to worship. No, no. Just no. You better go back in that book of Genesis and read where it said that, you know, after that whole, you know, first sin and all that good stuff happened where Eve gave Adam the apple. Go look at that punishment. You will desire to rule over your husband, over your man, but your man will rule over you. Go read it. See, men are taught to woo a woman. Yeah, woo. Mama's taught their sons how to how to be a gentleman, like like to these women and treat them all kind of good. But mama never taught these girls how to love a man. Let me explain something to you ladies, okay? Yes, men love being called king, your highness, your majesty, knight in shining armor, stud, prince charming, yeah. Shit like that. Manly things, not boo-boo, poo, bear, bookie, no, 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 no. Not shit like that. But men love that shit. Your majesty, prince charming, they love it. Listen, listen now. We have to compete in a world full of men and women. We have to go into this world where many feel like like basic shit. And to come home and feel basic? No. Less than basic? No. No, 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 no. Call that man your knight in shining armor. Call him king on a regular basis all the time. Make it a habit. Make him feel like royalty. It takes two weeks to create a habit. Do it every day, all day. I've seen it many times. A man will call his woman, lady, whatever, by her first name. And she'd be like, oh, no, no, no. Hell no. Who is this bitch you calling me? My name is baby to you. Don't you ever 
Come on now, I know you've heard it. Fellas, ladies, I know you've done it. Or you know somebody who has. Oh, well, I was just playing with him. No, you're not playing. You're dead serious. And the question is, why? Why is this such a big deal to women? Because it feels good to her. She loves shit like that. She likes that shit. She damn near desires that shit. She craves it. So give that man what he wants. Men love that shit too. Makes him feel good. Makes him feel as though they are the king of the hill on that on top of a mountain that nobody can touch. Hell, they might even blush a bit. You never know. Try it, ladies. But it will give them that boost needed to withstand the trials and tribulations of the everyday world. It be at work dealing with some foolishness and feeling all belittled and shit. But as soon as that man gets a text from his woman, his queen, that starts off with, hey, king, that man would be ready to take on and conquer any and everything thrown his way. Just off of that. Hey, king. Hey, your majesty, I love you. Shit like that. That make that that gets men going. And the thing is, women know that shit. They know it. And many would deliberately not do that shit because I don't want to feel like a peasant or some shit. Make me try to feel like I'm beneath him. It's not even about that. No, that's not what it even is. It ain't nothing like that. And why do I know women know this shit? They know it makes a man feel good. What's the one diss many women will try to say to men or even about men? You know what it is. I'm not going to stroke his ego. <laughs> why not? That's exactly what men want. That's exactly what men need, desire to have their ego stroked. But yes, yes, that's what men want. Stroke their fucking ego. We stroke your emotions. Women say that shit all the time. Men play with women's emotions. We don't play with them. We mean that shit. That's what you want. You want us to play, quote, with your emotions like a fucking fiddle because it feels good to you. What did the song say? Strumming my pain with his fingers, singing my life with his words, killing me softly. But in return, yeah, we want our ego stroke. It's the communication, damn it. It is. But then you have the argument, oh, oh, but he cheated on me. Okay, then find a man that won't cheat or don't cheat on you. It's that simple. If that's something you don't want to deal with, there are things, you know, you as a woman are going to have to do and make sure it gets done so you don't have to deal with it. We've all heard that saying, what one woman won't, another one will. Don't let that bitch in. Don't give that woman a chance. Don't allow that opportunity for that to even happen. Now, I can hear you grinding your teeth from from the women. I can hear it. I know it. Nah. He needs to learn to keep it in his pants. 
No. Still goes back to make sure you're handling your business too. It's an equal opportunity in this bitch. It, it, it reminds me of uh, a Chris Rock joke that when he talked about Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton back when uh, Bill Clinton got caught getting his dick sucked by, what was her name? Um, 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 Monica Lewinsky. He said, it's not Bill Clinton's fault. It's Hillary's fault. It's her fault. She should have been the first woman on her knees to suck his dick. She is the first lady. I mean, there was more context to it, but you get the picture. You get the point. See, if a woman cheats, it's, oh, well, he didn't give me this or he didn't listen to me and he didn't blah, 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 blah. He should have done more. He took me for granted. <sighs> All right. It's always he, he, he. Well, same flip. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. So if a man cheats on you, you need to take responsibility in your part that you played in him stepping out. And I know that pisses a lot of you off. I get it. And many of you probably stopped listening right there. That's cool. Turn me off. Turn me straight to slap off. That's cool. That's fine. I'm still going <laughs> for the rest of this, you know, to keep it pushing. For the rest of y'all still listening, I'm still here. I'm still sipping this CC. I'm still here for those who's trying to figure out a way to make this shit work the fuck out for y'all. Okay. Now, I'm not talking about the habitual cheater. I'm talking about the good man who bends over backwards for for her and does it for the minute shit in return. A tie, some draws. Everybody has a breaking point. And every guy is not going to be 100% perfect. Just like every woman is damn sure not 100% perfect. It's no such thing. But it's the, the counterbalance between the two. Every person is going to have things that that the other just doesn't like. But understand, the majority of men can't cheat. I'm going to say it again. The majority of men cannot cheat. So stop choosing the cheaters. You picked them. So do you like the drama? Again, you picked them. You have to ask yourself that question you have to hold yourself accountable for your own damn choices in the situation okay he cheated but then again i haven't fucked him in six seven eight months it's your own faults but this is the kicker right here if you ask a woman if if they've been cheated on many of them if not damn near all of them will say yes but if you follow up that question with, did you leave or did you stay? Most of them, they stayed. Again, that's the choice. I saw a clip the other day, and, and I'm not sure the movie it came from, but the daughter was pissed at um, her mother who had stayed with her husband because he had cheated. Okay, so basically he had cheated and she mother stayed. All right, and it went all emotional about the shit. She was upset. Like he cheated on you. Why would you stay? How could you? It's wrong. And the mother, the wife said, yeah, it hurt. But why would I leave? Why would I leave him for the one thing, the one thing he did wrong, despite all the good things that he has done over the many years that we have been together? 
Think about it. Think about it. You see, that's the decision right there. Choosing to stay because I'm going to say it again. Love is a choice. You choose to continue to love somebody. It's not an emotion. Yeah, the cheating may have hurt, but ladies, trust me when I say there are several things that you have done wrong to men or said sideways to men that really fucked with them. But they choose to stay because they're committed because they were actually committed to you in the relationship from the beginning. Kind of like our dudes said, women can't commit in relationships, but men do. I believe that that videos on my Facebook page. OK, but men get into relationships with the thought of this is forever. I'm not going going to go over the video, but it, it is true. If you hurt a woman's feelings, she's ready to bounce. I said it before in a previous episode. It's no longer until death do us part. It's until I'm no longer in love with you. Until the emotion leaves. Another thing. I have to explain to y'all. I call it the miss factor. You got to miss each other. You have to. There's no way you can't sit. You can sit here and go through a lifetime relationship and not miss a motherfucker. You got to have that miss factor in your relationships. You can't be up on each other 24-7, 365. That shit is doomed to fail. You've got to have time away from each other. Going out with friends, other family members, of course, this should be done respectfully. Okay? I'm not talking about hitting the club on a regular basis. No. That is not the basis of a good, solid foundation. While I know both of y'all have you have to have trust both of y'all have to have trust in a relationship that's kind of pushing the boundaries a bit there's really you know ain't nothing in the club but a bunch of people looking to get drunk smoke and fuck something thirsting for some type of attention but that's a whole nother story as much as women say they, they want attention, um, it, it's really no, it's not really exactly that simple. Okay. That miss factor, it means something because see a lot of, a lot of women are addicted to their emotions. It's like a drug. They, they thrive off of their emotions. Fellas, you know what I'm talking about. Okay. They're addicted to them. You've got to know the type of woman that you're with. Well, yes, there are some women who appreciate you calling them every single day, every waking moment. And there are some who are not like that. And like many addicts, you got to deprive them of their drug from time to time. Think about what I just said. Now, at the same time, you have to have self-control, too can't just go around swinging dick all willy-nilly knowing you have a good a damn good woman at home and you know good and damn well that that woman is nowhere close to being remotely okay with what you're doing everybody lacks somewhere think about this if you as a woman aren't giving your man the praises he needs 
needs at home. Would you be happy if another woman spoke his praises? No, you wouldn't. So give that man his just deserve. Men give you. Why not give them? Again, don't no relationship start off with a backhand. I'm just saying. Men start off exactly with with what you want. They start off exactly what it took to get you. And they're okay with keeping that 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 motivation going, keeping that stride pushing. But then women complain about the man changing and not doing the things he used to do. And look, point to yourself first. Are you giving him everything he desires? Not that you think you give him what he wants and desires, but what he really desires, because you can't tell men what to think and how to feel. There are alphas, there are betas, men and women alike, or some some people call the beta simps. Make sure you have the right one for you. And be honest with yourself. If you're an alpha female, you can't expect an alpha male to just dominate you. He doesn't want to. Peace. I'm going to say it again. Peace. Peace is what men desire. Whether they're alphas or betas, they still want peace. If you're an alpha female, get you a beta man. It's that simple. Because the truth of the matter is, alpha men tend to look for beta women, submittance, because they want peace. They want to be respected. They desire the status of even being with you. Listen to him. He'll tell you the type of man that he is. Pay attention. Take ownership and accountability for who you are as an alpha, middle alpha, beta, slightly alpha, whatever the case may be. Know yourself. And with that, we'll be right back. Yo, bro, what's going hey, on with you, man? I ain't good. seen you in a minute. What's you going on with you, man? What you Man, how you doing, man? Man, I'm good. What you got going on, dude? Man, I ain't got nothing, man. I just got some things on my mind trying to do some things. Say word. What you got, man? Yeah, man, I'm trying to save some money for the future, man. Just trying to save a little bit of money, man. That's all. Dude, I didn't tell you about the Bitcoin Pro J Mott. Nah, Bitcoin Pro J Mott. Who, who, who the hell is that? Look here, bro. Bitcoin J Mott. Man, those platforms helped me all the way through the pandemic. Straight up. Stop playing. For real, man, that's what's up, man. But I, I ain't trying to deal with nothing. I got to pay somebody else for something, you know? Oh, no, man. No, look. The Bitcoin Pro J Mott, man, he only wants to help. No setup fees, none of that charging or hidden fees and stuff. Look, it's just pure guidance to help you get to a better financial situation for you. Hey, and it's a great way to start preparing for generational wealth, man. Get your kids something to jumpstart their future, bro. Seriously. Oh, man, you know what, man? We're, hey, where do I go to sign up, bro? That sounds like a good idea. Man, all you got to do is go to the BitcoinPro.UnitedInvestors.Group. Man, it's simple. Again, little, little, BitcoinPro.UnitedInvestors.Group. Man, and get started today, bro. Seriously. 
and be sure to let them know your boy W sent you. Are you starting a business? You need a logo? Need some social media content? Don't know where to start? I think I got you. Speak with D'Ario, the owner and operator of Holy Hand Graphics. Holy Hand Graphics is a Christian-based business that builds brands one business at a time. They service businesses all over the United States and provide branding services such as business logos, e-flyers, social media content, web design services, and much, much more. If you're looking to start a business or rebrand your current, check them out on Facebook at the Holy Hand Graphics and on Instagram, Holy Hand Graphics underscore. And be sure to let them know W sent you. Welcome back. Um, we still sipping that CC. And I got to make it make sense for you. And I'm going to be completely honest with you. It's like, what in the absolute fuck is going on? Let's go. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. So a widowed woman wrote a uh, children's book on dealing with grief after her husband had passed away. She wrote the book as a dedication to her late husband, along with helping her three um, children of her own to deal with grieving the death of, you know, their father. Well, here's where the story makes a tremendous plot twist. Recently, the widowed wife was arrested for the murder of her husband by poisoning him. Yeah. So autopsy revealed that they had found about five times the legal limit or amount of fentanyl in his system. All right. And here's the story of that night in celebration of a business deal that he had just made, just closed on. Um, she had given him a Moscow mule one of their sons was having night terrors and she decided to lay down with him for a little while until he went to sleep. She said she woke up around 3 a.m. to go back into their bedroom where she found her husband laid out at the foot of the bed, um, cold to the touch. She called the police. Investigators um, had found out that a couple months earlier, she had changed the will to make herself the sole beneficiary. Fuck up number one. When the insurance company notified the husband, he changed it back, removed her completely as any type of beneficiary as well as removing her from his will. Um, and he had apparently had also stated that he was planning to get a divorce. So in February, same year, um, the husband had notified a few of friends and or family members that he didn't feel well after the Valentine's Day dinner that they had. I believe I'm not sure if she made dinner or they went out, but he didn't feel well. And it was stated that he had trouble breathing and broke out in hives and had to use his son's EpiPen along with some Benadryl. And he had passed out for several hours. He also stated that he believed that she was trying to kill him. 
And if anything happened to him, she did it. That's what he said. She did it. Okay. Well, y'all, she did it. Okay. Police pulled her phone records and on her phone records, they found messages to and from a known drug dealer. Reports say that on two separate occasions, the wife had purchased $900 worth of pills. Wow. The first time she was looking for something, quote, dangerously potent, even asking for the Michael Jackson stuff. God damn. Now, it took a year or so before they arrested the wife. And this was because they contacted the uh, the drug dealer. They built the case and stuff like that on the drug dealer. It took about a year um, to get evidence against them and then flipped her. I'm sorry. Yes, her. The drug dealer was a woman. They flipped her. And now they have a case against the wife. And are you with me on this? Because that's the name of the book. Are you with me? It's the name of the book, and when you really think about it, it was written by a murderer. Make it make sense, because that shit is pretty fucking sick. Now, speaking of murders, um, again, that's debatable. Um, I do have a follow-up update on the Jordan Neely case. Um, if you remember the episode from last week, if you haven't, please go take a look and listen. Um, the Marine Daniel Penny has finally broken his silence. Um, again, from last week's episodes, I talked about Jordan Neely's death on the subway at the hands of Daniel Penny, the Marine. Um, and Penny is facing up to 15 years for manslaughter. And these are some of the words that he had to say. This had nothing to do with race. I judge a person based on their character. I'm not a white supremacist. I mean, it's a little bit comical. Everybody who who's ever met me can tell you I love all people. I love all cultures. You could tell me you could tell by my past and all the travels and adventures around the world. I was actually planning a a road trip through Africa before this happened. I'm a normal guy. He said he it it wasn't anything he'd experienced before. This was different. This time was much different. I could tell you that the threats, the mincing, the terror that Jordan Neely introduced to that train was already been well documented. I don't think it's going to even be controverted. There are numerous witnesses from all different walks of life who have absolutely no motive to do anything other than to recount what actually happened. They are uniform in their recollection of the events. I'm deeply saddened by the loss of life. He said, it's tragic what happened to him. Hopefully we can change the system that so desperately failed us. Now he went on to talk about his family and his time in the Marine Corps. And that's kind of irrelevant, but he did. 
Now, his words have been spoken now since the death of Jordan Neely. Remember, people, there's more than one angle to look at, not just racism. If you hadn't already, go back again. Like I said, go and listen to the Ask Week's episode. I talked about this incident from both sides of the spectrum. And please, if you have anything to add to this, hit me up www.theccwd.com. You can leave me a message there in the chat box. I will get it. You can email me at w at the ccwd.com. All right. Um, let me know your thoughts on this. You can hit me up on Facebook. You can hit me up on Instagram, the controversial conversation. You'll see the, the logo, the W you'll see, you know, my picture and so forth. Hit me up. Let me know your thoughts on this. All right. And there's more CC after this. I will learn its weakness, its strengths, its parts, its accessories, its sights, and its barrel. It's just one of the oaths John Skipper has taken. And now he applies it to your heating and air. Bags Heating and Air, licensed in South Carolina, can take care of all your HVAC needs. With over 20 years of experience, there's no job too big or small. Residential, commercial, refrigeration, the ductworks. Bags Heating and Air is there. Veteran owned and operated, just give them a call. 803-306-4119. Again, that's 803-306-4119. Just ask for Skipper. Bagsheating.com. Senior citizen and veteran discounts available. And let them know your boy Dub you sent you. Is your line up a little off? You feel a little, little dust around the edges. You need a fresh cut, hit up my girl Danny the Barber. She'll take care of all them BDBs, you know what I mean? You don't even have to know where she's located. She'll come to you. Yeah, 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 you heard me. She'll come to you. Your house, your mama house, brother, sister, cousin, auntie, uncle, it don't even matter. She'll come to you. She'll even hit up your place of business. She can meet you at the movie theater if that's what you need. She is your mobile tonsorial, okay? Ultimate Cuts Mobile Hair Service, 803 1505 again 8032971505 you gonna find on Facebook too Danny the Barber that's D A N I D A Barber Danny the Barber check out servicing all those in South Carolina and most of Georgia hey and be sure to let them know your boy Dub you sent you Hey, real quick, I just want to take the time out to say thank you all for listening to this podcast. It's truly appreciated. If you're new to this station, please, by all means, leave a review, rating, and share the content to your social media. That's the only way we're going to continue to grow. And for those of you who have monetized your support for me, I really want to give a special shout out and thank you to each and every last one of you. If you have a business that you would like to have promoted on this podcast, by all means, hit me up via email at w at the ccwd.com. Or you can go to the ccwd.com and leave me a message using the controversial chat box. Matter of fact, if you have a topic of discussion that you would like to have a sip of that CC over, again, hit me up, the ccwd.com, and let me know what your controversy is. And speaking of, let's get back to the controversy and sip on some of that CC right now.
All right, people, guess what? Kids are back, well, or should I say, still in the headlines. From teachers at schools and regardings to uh, uh, teaching, down to the trans community filling kids' heads with sexual bullshit. Recently, Texas passed a bill for trans care banning for minors. That sounds like a win to me. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that next week (laughs) and give you all the intels. Also, going to touch on, you know, what other states have followed suit with this ban for minors and how the Biden administration is fighting back. (laughs) Good old Joe Biden. I'm just saying, they're kids, minors. Minors really can't do shit. Everything falls on the parents, but they want to allow kids to make these decisions about their bodies that can harm them for life. Oh yeah, yeah, that's brilliant. But there's gonna be more to come on that next week. Listen, if you have anything you would like to add to the topic before next Tuesday, all right, let me know. Shoot me a message. Go on the website, theccwd.com. Leave me a message in the controversial chat box in the bottom right-hand corner. I'll get it. If you want to message me directly, you can always email me as well. W at theccwd.com. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram, The Controversial Conversation. You'll know it when you see it by the logo, that W. All right. Thank you, people, for sticking around for another episode of the CC. Remember, it's always, always about them ABCDs. Abrasively brewing controversy, damn it. We don't stir the pot. We brew the controversy. Now sip on that, CC.